What's up, everybody? Peace, light, and love. Thank you for connecting with me. I am Shakesha Divine, the Pretty Priestess, and this is the Pretty Priestess Podcast. We doing a magical Monday today on Halloween. Indeed it is. And I'm going to get in here. I'm going to say what I got to say, and I'm going to keep it moving because I just want to relax and chill because I'm going back to my whole thing where I was saying, it's not about me being lazy. It's about being highly motivated to do nothing at all. That's where I've been at for the past week. But I am coming up out of this, and I definitely wanted to just stop through. Give a shout out, first and foremost, to the serious Cypher. These cats is showing up at the table, and they are definitely giving their unique perspectives on how goes it out here in these streets. And we're using a tarot to give our discussion points so we can talk about how all of our energy is expressed out here and how we've been showing up in that particular energy ourselves, the folks around us in the whole world that we're connected to. And so this is an important, important time for us to really be familiar with navigating this niggatry in these streets. So I want to give a very, very huge shout out to all of the cats on the serious cipher that show up regularly, the priestesses that show up on a regular brace on a regular basis, the divine priestess, Aquarius Moon that comes through, the gift that comes through, Priestess Kavina comes through, uh, the quantum lion comes through. We get a lot of cats to come through. Brother Anthony, he comes through, they show up, they show out, brother Dante comes through. Uh, we got to get that brother to get in here and bring his perspective in here. That brother right there, you know, he the truth. He ain't saying too much, but I'm telling y'all something. Y'all need to know. So shout out to all of these cats up in here. We talking about the devil energy next week. See this devil energy? I cannot make this up. We talked about the magician and looked at whether it was madness or magician energy. But this time we're looking at the devil energy, right? And this is when we get into that energy of being material focus or having a focus on material, that bondage, that that negative thinking. That's where addictions lie at. This is where we get trapped in thought quagmires that don't serve us. And also on the reverse side, this is also in being able to overcome all of that stuff, right? And be able to step into our power and really reclaim our sovereignty. So this is going to definitely be an interesting discussion. I'm going to jot down a few things because we all do what it do regardless if it do. So I'm definitely excited about that. Also, I wanted to talk a little bit about that whole sage leaf situation because I wasn't really sure about that. I ran across social media and there was a post that was up that talked about how you can take a raw sage leaf, crush it up, and then apply it to your teeth and it'll actually make your teeth wider. And I thought, fuck out of here. That's what I thought. To my surprise... This really works. It actually works. And I got to follow up with the sister who told me, hey, let me know how that work out. Let me know how that goes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I'm going to definitely see. So this is one of the things that I'm working on right now is making sure that when I say I'm going to do something, either I'm going to do it or I ain't. 
So I say what I mean, I mean what I say. And I ain't going to be one of these people to be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I don't. You know what I'm saying? I hate that shit. And so I'm going to make sure that I'm not putting that energy out there so that it does not see itself back to me. But that sage leaf, it definitely did. It made my teeth feel a little bit shinier. It felt more polished. And I did that for a week. I missed a day or two. You know what I'm saying? I did. I forgot about that. You know? But it made me get a bigger pot for my sage that's in the house. I got some sage outside, but I don't think this is the same sage because I have pineapple sage out here. This is regular sage. So I got two different trips of sage, and I also got some old uh, from the, from a previous plant that I had, some dried sage leaves that I used and I burned um, for spiritual purposes, of course, right? But that sage leaf is a winner. And then I tried to be... You know, doing something just a little bit different. And I said, well, let me say, I got some sage powder in the cabinet down there in the kitchen. Let's see what that do. It didn't work out as well. It didn't work out as well. I thought for sure I would be able to add this into some of my toothpaste and see how that worked. Probably not. But, you know, now I give it another shot. Maybe if I try with a toothbrush or something, I don't know. Whatever. But we'll see what happens with that. However, I also want you to be aware that there's going to be some new merch. New merch. New merch at prettypriestess.com. This is your spot. This is your connection where you can get all of my books, all of the stuff that I'm putting out there. Holistic appeal. You can get the showing up outfit planner. You can get that where you can definitely do your thing and show up in a powerful way. The gratitude journals, I'm creating some new ones because the gratitude journals, the covers didn't come out the way that I was hoping they would. And so um, I'm selling those like half price because it didn't show up. I mean, the inside of it is pristine. It does what it does, you know. But then the cover is like a six by nine book with a five by seven cover. I don't appreciate that. You know, and, and it's the little details that gets to me. Also on there are some earrings where you can get some really, really good quality earrings, right? I use the semi-precious. So I have amethyst and they're wrapped in white topaz and set in sterling silver. And that this way, I can give a really reasonable price because it's not set in gold. It's not wrapped with diamonds or anything like that. So we can really get the healing benefits of our crystals. That white topaz, it brings a different dimension to it. That white topaz is so gangster. It helps with communication. It helps working with, because it's that white topaz and it looks like the clear quartz crystal. It helps in working with the crown chakra, the higher chakra elevations. It works really well in conjunction with the amethyst crystal as well as I'm going to post some other ones. I just got some new pieces that came in and they look like peridots, but they're actually green spinels. They are absolutely beautiful. My daughter tried to scoop it. I told her, no, you got to get your own fam. Well, I had to order her some too, but I'm here to tell you these earrings right here. These is all earrings. I got all of these, right? Like, so I, I got to deal with them first. They got to pass the test of me. 
because I like earrings. Now, let me tell you something. See, me being a crystal girl and everything, I like those raw crystals, but I like to meditate with them. I've done a thing where I ran around with a raw crystal in my bra, stabbing me up and all of that. My preference, just as my preference, is that I got something pretty and shiny that's set in something that I can rock as jewelry. That's how I like to wear my crystals now. That's how I get down. And then I save the raw ones, the stone ones, the you know what I'm saying, all of those other ones. I save those for meditation purposes. That's just the way I do it. That's my way. And if you want some beautiful earrings, I'm going to be looking around for some other select pieces. And when I find them, you will be able to find them at prettypriestess.com. You don't want to miss out on these. These are pristine pieces that I got here on those sites. Don't cheat yourself. There's also bath bombs that's in the house over there. And these bath bombs, they work. They activate the chakras. You got to watch for some new stuff that's coming out that I'm bringing up to the table here. I'm stepping the game up, y'all. I'm stepping the game up. Your girl is getting her shit together. But I wanted to talk a little bit before I close this out about vacant esteem. This is something for me that is close to home because this is the work that I deals with. I heal esteem, vacant esteem so that we can step into our power, connect to the star player within ourselves so that we can show up for ourselves so no one is talking to us like they done lost their mind. And listen, and this is near and dear to me because these are all of the places that I struggled with and I still continue to struggle with. And this is a place where I was really wounded at as well in that whole social aspect, in that whole, um, that, that self-esteem, that confidence. And the vacant esteem piece was information that I ran into when I was in grad school. And I did a lot of work with disparities, especially within our criminal, criminal justice system. And in my process of doing root cause analysis, I got a hold of Dr. Joy Leary's book, Post-Traumatic Slave Disorder. A lot of other ones, but this is one that just... This was one of the ones. Now, I said it wasn't the only one, but one of the books that was really special to me, this work. And she talked about post-traumatic slave syndrome having three components, which is racist socialization, vacant esteem, and ever-present anger. And this vacant esteem is something that's so much more prevalent within those of us that have come from the African diaspora, the descendants of slaves here in the United States. 
because of, well, we already know the history. I ain't even going there. The hell with that. But I wanted to talk about a sting. Let me see what this is. This is what the book looked like. If you can. Oh, my background is kind of canceling it. That's, that's all messed up. There it is. There it is. There it is. Get that book. That's a good one. Esteem is all about self-worth and value. Our perception of our worth, which comes from our friends, our family, our community. And self-confidence and self-efficacy is a little different. Because this speaks to how effective and how competent we see ourselves in this world, right? Our ability to achieve the things that we need to accomplish. And high and low self-esteem, we go talk about, you know, you hear people say that she got high self-esteem or her self-esteem was really low or his self-esteem looked really low because he showed up raggedy, whatever that was, right? But this is all about how we think of ourselves, And this speaks to Self-confidence and efficacy. And I struggle there big time. And I do a lot of work surrounding building that. That's what I do. Because this this, this, this the reason why. Because I was hurt the most in this particular field. It's important to me that we feel good about who we are in essence so that we can really show up for ourselves. And so I like to share what helped. I like beauty. I like fashion. Looking good is what helps me to feel more confident. And when that happens, I am a lot more effective out here in these streets. I don't know about you, but I know I am. Esteem, it should be looked at as healthy. Versus unhealthy. And that looks like giving an honest assessment of the worth that we have when we add value in this world, right? On a spiritual, a mental, um, a intellectual or material level. Am I being a blessing to somebody besides myself? How much am I contributing to my success or my personal growth? Am I down for taking responsibility? Am I being persistent in pursuing my goals? Do I do what it takes? What am I doing to make the world that I bitch so much about better. Am I celebrating successes of anybody that I know? These are all questions I had to ask myself because these speak to vacant esteem. And vacant esteem is believing that I have little or no value. It's exacerbated for black folks in society, 
at least those of us, again, in the African diaspora that got this whole unique experience we call the American one. Believing that I have little or no value, faking a stain. And family grooms us on what our place is in these streets out here. by the way that they've shown up or told us what was appropriate and what wasn't. Our society, our community, our family, they all groom us. To take our place, they create limits Unfortunately, because this is what oppression does. It's a mind control exercise to get you to stay where people deem you should be at. You belong over here on this particular side. Y'all, we don't want you over this way. We want you here. So we start getting limits on who we are and how we see ourselves. So many of us get into this small world thinking. Limitation. And it gets passed on from generation to generation. In many of the housing projects like in the United States. I remember that back in the 80s and 90s when you lived in project housing that when the mother moved out or when the daughter became an adult she got a project house in the same community. There was no conversation about any other provisions. It it was almost as if this is what the expectation was for some families. Not everybody, but for many. Family grooming us. Passing it down from generation to generation. These unexamined behaviors, as much as it hurts, because I don't like that shit neither. I don't like it at all. Long established practices that's been going down, it ain't no secret, we just don't like it. Communities have agreed upon these behaviors that reflect our conduct and our aspirations. Those things that we see as doable, being limited. And then we get into this whole thing where we start accepting counterproductive behaviors. That's not going to help us get to the next level and reach higher. And we limit what is achievable. I remember my husband telling me this story when he was growing up and he told one of his best friends. He said, all I want out of my life when I come out of school, I want to get me a VCR. Let's show you where time he was. <laughs> A VCR, 
which is the cassette recorders, video cassette recorder was a VCR and a leather jacket. That's all I want. And a 25 inch television, because that was the TV size back in the day, that, huh? A 25 inch color television, a VCR and a leather jacket. That's what I want. His best friend told him, man, you want too much, man. What the fuck? <laughs> because we limit ourselves on what is achievable. And then we look at the community around us with our laws, our institutions, our policies. The poorest schools as pipelines to prisons. Banks charging us for higher rates, charging us, when I say us, those of us that live in these communities, the black community, the African diaspora, many other poor people too, but this is the experience I know about. Higher rates on cars and home loans from these banks, they play too much. They make it hard to get a business loan. They play too much. Then we already know about how the media contributes. We done heard the story about the meetings that these record execs have about making sure that the music kept a low vibration so that it could encourage you to go to the penitentiary or do something that would land you there. Media depicting us as sexually irresponsible and criminals and deficient academically and socially immoral. And we take it all in. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Here's the signs and symbols. We don't give a fuck about life. Now, I'm not saying that this is how everybody is, but this right here is a major component of vacant esteem. Not giving a fuck. This is a big sign, a big symbol. Willing to die for some trivial shit. You was on my corner. That nigga disrespected me. He stepped on my shoe. I will light this bitch up. Willing to die or kill for trivial shit, petty shit, nothing, 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 nothing. As, um, what was that cat's name? Neo. <laughs> Good thing. Thank you. Belief in no hope for the future. And I'm guilty of this one. I got to really recalibrate my thoughts. See, when you ain't got no belief in hope for its future, you see things as getting worse and not better. It, 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 it's going to hell. This world is gone. It's done. That's a conversation I entertain. We will commiserate, but not celebrate. This has been one of the things that used to hurt my heart the most out here, y'all, in these streets. Oh! Oh, oh, out here in these streets. But this is something that's routinely done. 
in our community. We will commiserate but not celebrate. We will support you in your tragedy. You lost your house. Your car got repossessed. Your man is out here messing around. Your woman ran off with somebody. We will support you and encourage you when things are miserable. Get a high-paying job. Fuck you, I want she bragging for her. I guess she thinks she all that now. I guess you got her a job. Get a degree. Mm, who she thinks she trying to be. She still from the hood. Get you something nice. Who he think he is? He think he balling, I guess. We support the tragedy but not the success many times. I'm moving past that. Somebody, hey, 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 can, can I get a connection with the cast that's moving past that oppressive energy of the player hater? I used to be one, but it spoke more to where I was at as opposed to where someone else was at. Because what they did is they achieved something that I didn't think that I could. And it made me feel resentful. That energy has shifted. Because when I see somebody achieving some shit that I couldn't achieve or that I thought that I couldn't achieve, they show me that it's possible. I love that shit. And let me tell you, when I took on that energy... Shit opened up and I started to perceive things a lot more differently and I got myself energetically in alignment with whatever it was that I was trying to achieve just by shifting the vibe of my thought process. Anyway, I ain't here for that. But I do want to sit with that because we got to, we got, come on, we got to do better, man. Fuck, come on. Because we, we think that Jay-Z, Beyonce, Kanye, all of these, they supposed to have it. We congratulate them. We, we made up arguments when Jay-Z became a part of um, the, the NFL after he was supporting Colin Kaepernick and all of that. You know, a lot of us was talking about how he sold the fuck out with a punk-ass nigga move. But then there was a lot of individuals who wanted to make excuses for that shit. There's a lot of people that have had your head you talk negative about these Negroes. Don't know them. Ain't nobody sending them near a nickel. Near. Ain't no friend of yours. Ain't making no in decisions to influence your life. None of that. None of the above. But we riding, 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 ain't we? We ride or die. But let Tanisha, let Jamal, let Tawana, let, let somebody from the hood do something big like that. Oh, we got a problem with that shit. We can see them winning, but we can't see nobody that look like us that's in the same situation. That should make us rejoice even more so. Hmm, whatever. 
And then another thing we do, we take on this collective blame bullshit. There's another sign and symbol for you. This collective blame game is some B to the S. Man, I hope that wasn't a black person that went down there shooting up that place. Because, you know, then they going to think we all messed up out here. Whatever. We see little value in ourselves. And we see it in other people. And so we come up with all the limitations of what we can and we can't do. Dr. Leary talked about in her book where she talked about how even Booker T. Washington, well-meaning, said that only black people is only capable of learning trades. We need to stick with trades. We ain't got no business in academia. We need to deal with trades. Hmm. And there ain't no shade to that because trades is where it's at because these is the cast that's making big money. <laughs> Quiet as it's kept. However, we ain't limited to just that. So we need to stop all of that foolishness. We don't even want people looking at us. And we'd be all shocked too. Seeing a sister out there in the street, boy, she had this outfit on. It was bad. Shoes coordinating, hair done. She was clean. Nails all sparkly, nice, proper. And then when somebody took her in, she want to look all offended and outraged. When the hell is you looking? Why are they looking at me? What the fuck you get dressed for? We do it all the time. I struggle with it too. I do it for me. I like getting dressed. I like to feel good. It helps me feel good. But then when you look at me and, 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 and everything, now I'm feeling all uncomfortable. Vacant esteem. There's very little magic in showing up if your mind ain't right. It is holistic, which is my body and spirit. And I love fashion, beauty. It helps me with my confidence. Bring it up a level or two or three or four. But there's a lot more work. And that real work is multidimensional. See, vacant esteem, it speaks to the value, the worth of ourself and others. So with me, I have an expansive discussion on our energetic expression, on the serious cipher, how we handle each other out here is essential to our esteem. Because vacant esteem is a state of believing oneself to have little or no value and you can't hide it 
Our life shows it. There's more to it. There's levels to this game. Trust me when I tell you. Your life matters, family. Vacant esteem, you can't hide it. You can't hide it. It shows up in our life. But we can do this work. And then we won't be open to all of the other foolishness out here that vacant esteem allows in because it's like a door and it lets in a whole lot of other foolishness. If that's how you want it to go. Up to you. You get to do it your way. Whatever. I'm going to call it today because I want to go and chill, find me a scary movie to watch for the Halloween night. I'm going to chill out. I wish you all peace, light, and love. I love you all. I really, really hope and pray you tune in on Thursday to the Serious Cypher. Check out the website. Check out the YouTube. Subscribe. Get involved. Pitch in. You want to get on the Serious Cypher if you one of these cats that got something to add and contribute to this discussion. Hit me up at prettypriestess at iCloud.com. And, um... Let me see if I can find me a groove that's really go put me in the right vibe. I'm going to walk with this one. Peace and light, peace and love. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies. And I'm not proud of my address. In a torn up town, no postcode. Songs like cold teeth, gray goose dripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. We don't care. We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams. But everybody's like crystal, Maybach, diamonds on your timepiece, jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash. We don't care. We aren't caught up in your love affair, and we'll never be